This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. All right, uh, let's get to some NBA because we do have a couple of games to get to. Let's start with the Spurs and the Pelicans. Pelicans laying eight and a half, totaled 226 and a half. So, Jinx, we are talking about a pretty big spread to cover for the Pelicans here. But uh, the Spurs have been uh, pretty untrustworthy. If you look at their last uh, four games, they have lost two of their last three and failed to cover in two of their last three. Their lone win coming against the lowly Rockets. So is there something you're seeing here? Well, yeah, I'm seeing a team I don't want to bet on in the Spurs. The problem is Zion Williamson is not going to play tonight. Oh, yeah, he's in health and safety protocol. So you have to be careful about laying a big number with the Pelicans. We've seen this total drop down from 229 and hook. That's specifically because of Zion. That said, the Spurs are dead last in the NBA in points allowed this season. They play terrible defense. The Pelicans have beaten the Spurs twice this year. Both of those games, both of those victories were by double digits. So I'm not going to bet this because I don't want to bet the Pels with Zion out, but I would lean New Orleans laying the points. Yeah, I think I would too. Just because if you look at the last few games for the Pelicans, it's been an absolute gauntlet. They played the Suns three times, uh, a Jazz team that's been very good uh, this year twice, and they're just coming off a game against the Bucks. So yes, they've lost four straight games and failing to cover in all of those, but it's been a tough stretch. This will be a welcome respite going against the Spurs team that's one of uh, the worst teams in the end of uh, the NBA, NBA, I should say. So I would lean the Pelicans here. I don't love that Zion is out, and also Brandon Ingram continues to be out as well. But still, I think this is a Pelicans team that has enough depth to put plenty of points on the board. So if I were to play something, it would still be the Pelicans. And now let's go to the hold your nose special. We've got the Wizards and the Jazz. Jazz uh, laying six and a half here. The Wizards coming off their first win in what feels like forever because uh, they were on an awful losing streak in which you couldn't fade them hard enough, uh, losing nine of their last 10. But they got a win against Phoenix last time out, 113 to 110, covering a seven point dogs. So in this case, they're getting six and a half. Jinx, do you like the Wizards to continue their one-game win streak? Uh, I'm taking a hard look at the over here, which I like quite a bit. The total set at 229 and a half. Should I play an alternate total? Would that be dumb? Maybe take it down a point for funsies. I don't know. Neither of these teams play great defense, Chelsea, especially the Wizards. They have allowed opponents to shoot almost 50% from the floor and 40% from three-point range in the last month. So, Who's going to take advantage of that? Lori Markinen and the Jazz because they are great from long range. And plus, the Wizards have been scoring a lot more lately since Bradley Beal is back in the lineup. And in the last 10 games where the Jazz have played, there's been an average total of more than 234 points per game. So I'm on the over here. I think I would lean towards the Jazz still. I'm not a big believer in Washington uh, figuring things out in one game. Uh, so I'll go with Utah here that still I feel like has a point to prove. This is not a team that is going to take this game lightly, as most people probably do when they play the Wizards. And plus, a lot of these games that they've been losing, they've been underdogs. Uh, Utah yeah. win laying points 2-1 and one against the spread in their last three games, which is not a huge sample size. But still, I think Utah, especially with the way that they shoot threes, made 23-pointers last time out against Detroit. They have made at least 15 three-pointers in five of their last six games. So I'll roll with Utah at home here to cover that large spread. Let's go now to college hoops. 
We've got some top 25 action today, starting with number four, Kansas hosting Harvard. Kansas laying 21 and a half, total 138 and a half. So the discussion here is not if Harvard can win outright, but can they cover this massive spread here? I don't think so. And I... I don't want to lay 21 and a half points, but here's the thing. Harvard is coming off a huge win against UC Irvine. They were a dog. They won that game outright. The problem is they won that game with their size. And what Harvard wants to do is feed the ball inside to their big man and pound the paint. They shoot 55% inside the paint. That's what they want to do. The problem is they're bigger than UC Irvine. They're not bigger than Kansas. So Kansas will shut them down on the inside. And then all of a sudden, Harvard has to shoot from the outside. This is the worst three-pointing three-point shooting team in the entire country they shoot at a clip of just above 24 percent I think Kansas just outclasses them out athletes them down the stretch I would lay it with the Jayhawks I don't want to lay 21 and a half but I'd actually lay it here now normally I would say looking to fade blue blood programs laying huge numbers is a good starting point to see hey Mm -hmm. some of these mid-majors can actually keep it close but Kansas has been on the absolute Warpath in their last four games. Four wins, all convincing wins, in which they have blown the doors off some really good opponents. Last game against Indiana, only five-point favorites. Won that one 84-62. At Missouri, who uh, they were only laying three-and-a-half points in that one, won 95-67. Game before that, Seton Hall, uh, covering his 11-point favorites, 91-65. And then against Texas Southern, covering a 25-and-a-half-point spread, beating them 87-55. to So bottom line, the way that Kansas is playing right now, I don't want to stand in front of them. Do you? No, not at all. They're just, this is a point where the way they're playing, they've been so consistent and they have so many guys, whether it's Grady Dick or someone else, they have so many guys that can beat you and can score that this could be an absolute blowout. The more I think about it, the more I actually want to lay this number. I just get super nervous when we're talking about laying 20 or something points in college basketball, you know? Right. I think it's probably a no play for me, but I'm not playing Harvard. It's either Kansas or nothing. All right, let's go to number five, Arizona hosting Morgan State. Arizona laying the 28 here uh, and a total of 158 and a half. Jenks, I am a little uh, gun shy on this one because I just played an over in the last Arizona game and lost by like six or seven points. So usually that is my train of thought when playing Arizona. All right, are they going to hit 100 points in this one? Do I play the over? But these totals are really high, 157.5 in this one. Is there a side? Because I think when you see 27.5, that's unplayable for me. Even for Arizona, the number one offense in college basketball. I still think the over is the play at 158 in the hook. Here's why. Morgan State is a pretty good shooting team, but three of their four wins are against schools from NAIA. They have not even come close to sniffing a competitor like Arizona. Arizona might put up 100 and something on their own. So just because of that, I think the over is still the right play. I think it's the only play. Like, I don't think that I would trust, um, you know, them to cover 27 and a half. But again, we are talking about a team that can score upwards of 100 points. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.